And we are back. This is Mike Sternovich, Danger and Play, Gorilla Mindset, here to answer some reader questions about marketing, internet business, book writing. But before we do, there was in our shooting in Orlando, in the United States, this worldwide news, and 49 people were murdered, 53 people are in critical condition and shot. Everybody wants to talk about the politics of it, not me. Look, today could be the last day of your life. All those people were, you know, I've gone out to clubs. You leave, you hang out, you could be dead, man. There is no time to waste. There is no time to wait on your dreams. There is no time to to delay. You know, people are always like, hey, I want to do this. How do I do this? How do that? Just get started. You could be fucking dead, man. You could be dead tonight. Right now, I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to go walk to the gym. I could get hit by a car and die. I'm in New York. Uh, something could fall down during construction. Scaffolding could fall. Bus could, cl- could hit me. Yeah, I was in South Africa visiting my friend Nick. And we were driving, um, just driving back from the airport. And all of a sudden, we notice a car swerving over both lanes of traffic into our lane, slams into another car. There's a big fireball. We missed it by five seconds. Now, we didn't miss it by anything we had done differently. It wasn't like if the car had hit us, we'd have been at fault. That's just life. Every day, your life is so full of risk. And if you delay living life how you want to live and living your vision, um, it could be your last chance, really. The, the same is true of people you know and love. I'm really big on cutting out toxic people. And maybe I don't emphasize the uh, the other end of that too, which is you need to be good to the people in your life that you love because you might never see them again. That could be it. They could just be going out randomly, hanging out with friends. They're dead. That That was so important. You think about it. Somebody talked about the horror that must have happened in Orlando when there's all these people laying down dead and wounded. And when the police go in, just the cell phones are going off. It would be, I mean, imagine that the cell phones of over 100 people going off, loved ones trying to get a hold of them. That was the last time, man. So, yeah, you better cut the negative people off and you better live your life like you want to live it because it could be your last chance. But you better let people know, too, that you value, that you value them because that's it, man. Focusing on... The, the news, like I follow the news, I'm an important citizen, I'm an active participant in the democracy, I'm a media leader, but end of the day, what do I tell you? Timeless wisdom. Yeah, know, know what is going on in the world, have some information, but the timeless principles are your health, your mindset, your friends, your family, the people you love, your vision, your life vision, your productivity, because the world has always been... A bad place is actually the least bad, at least in America, that it's ever been. Crime is the lowest it's ever been. There's more opportunity than there's ever been. There's more ways for people to, to make a living, but you have to hustle. You have to learn. And that's what you got to look at. You got to look at the timeless message. The world is always fucked up, man. There's just no other way to put it. There's always going to be tragedy in the world. All you can do is focus on yourself, your mindset, your loved ones, your family, your friends the world around you try to help people out so with that said you know we got a few questions on the old internet biz i get a lot of these questions and i I don't like to do them too much because there's a lot of people who have no interest in online businesses who 
you know, listen to the podcast, and I don't want to turn this into one of those entrepreneur podcasts, but people ask me these questions because I'm one of the only maybe three or four people who are honest about online marketing, and I'm not trying to sell people on the life, right? All these people are like, yeah, quit your job, start a business. They're all trying to to sell you on something, and that isn't really my thing. I'm just kind of telling you my approach and what works. So we'll hit a few questions. One is, if you could co-author, this is to me, dear Mike, if you could co-author a book with anyone, who would you co-author a book with? Well, that's kind of a sore point with me, and here is why. So I have this great vision. Great vision goes something like this. I know all these people who are subject matter experts, know all, know all this information, know all this stuff, and I was just going to build people up and launch a bunch of books from Danger Play. I mean, there aren't that many good books out there. There, there are more books being released than ever before because of self-publishing, but most of them are good. And, and I know a lot of undervalued sort of talent who has something to offer. And do you know what I found? Man, I found that men are just not, not easy to work with, um, not fun to work with. Um, men know everything, everything. It is, it is amazing actually that men who have no internet presence, no success um, in publishing have never really done anything. Uh, they argue with me. You know, they argue with me. I, I just can't comprehend it, really. And I would just be like reaching out to people, trying to, to make things happen. And you know, I, I would give people some advice like, hey, you got to take pop-ups off your website or, you know, that book cover doesn't look good or the book titles doesn't look good. You got to change the way you write. You're condescending. You know, this is with multiple people. And they just they would argue with me. And meanwhile, they have no they have no audience. You know, their website's getting, you know, a few few hundred views a day, maybe at most. Um, no books, you know, then they launch their own books on their own. Their books aren't selling well, you know, everything else. And men, men just know everything. So I do not think I would co-author a book with a man because, well, I mean, I have an editor, Vox Day, and we have a good relationship because, you know, he knows what he's good at. I know what I'm good at. That's the whole idea of working with people. Find out what you're good at. Find out what the other person's good at. Stay out of their lane. Stay out of the other person's lane. I'm doing a film with the guy Lauren Feldman. He's good at what he's good at, and I don't mess with him. He doesn't mess with me. It's a good relationship, okay? But I would probably my next co-author for a book. I'll probably be a woman, really. Just be easier to work with. Working with, not that I need a co-author, but the um, the men that I've dealt with just it's just way too difficult because men men know everything, which that's just the reality. So. It's a little bit annoying, but I could see maybe doing a um, Gorilla Mindset for Women type book. I think would be I could I could change Gorilla Mindset to um to a woman's edition. I could create it and it would be a big hit. I I even have an alternative cover I had created. Um, so that that could be down the road. But if I did that with a girl or a woman, you know, um, it it would have more of a you wouldn't change. The, not a lot of the chapters would change, but women and men deal with different issues. You know, women deal with body image issues a little bit differently than men. Women's issues on um, shame are different. You know, women are much more subject, kind of plugged into the matrix than, than men are. Women are much more concerned with being liked, way more so than men are. I mean, everybody is, but women are more than men. So, you you know, you would want that perspective, but I'm not in any hurry for it. I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And I'm working towards the big book, Audacity, How to Go to From Nobody to Somebody, where I can actually talk about 
online marketing, you know, all the stuff that I know in a, in a way that, you know, is applicable for everyone. But the next book is Trump book and I will finish it. I promise, man. I'm, you know, I've been a week away from finishing it for like five weeks, which is a funny thing about writing books is that you're like, oh yeah, it'll be done in a week, five weeks later. Why is it done? Well, because I have to sit and do the week. But when you're in my position, it is a very weird one. And here's why I am. My Twitter is just like crazy momentum, right? Danger and play has been growing fast. When you have, you want to have platforms because a big platform is how you launch your products. That's why I have platform independence. Okay. The bigger the platform, the more books you can sell. Otherwise, selling books is pretty much impossible these days. It is – if inside baseball is if you ever want to figure out how people sell books. Pick you know somebody you see on television, go on Amazon, go to the Kindle, type in their name, and look at the sales rank for the Kindle. And you'll see it's like sales rank 50,000, sales rank 100,000. It is hard to sell books. And of course, you can sell other things from websites, but when you have so when you have a bigger platform and your platform is growing, then you want to focus on growing that platform. And if you're growing the platform, obviously life is about what we talk about this often. It's about energy and focus. So if I'm applying energy and focus into growing platforms, then I'm obviously not applying energy and focus into the books. Now there are pros and cons. Another thing is that um, Gorilla Mindset continues to be a phenomenal success. Okay. Yesterday I sold 68 copies, and that was just a regular day. That's total copies between audiobook, uh, paperback, and Kindle. I'm hit 28,000 copies as of this morning. Okay, it's been out for less than a year. Most books that you don't sell a thousand copies in a year, right? Uh, ten, selling 10,000 copies is massive success. So I'm I'm at 28,000. I'll be at 29,000 within the first year. And I'm still doing a couple thousand copies a month, and this isn't really slowing down. So because of that, it you know it makes you a little I don't want to you you want to stay hungry. So if Gorilla Mindset weren't selling well, I would be a little freaking out. Oh, but I better get the Trump book out to get that income coming in. But yeah, I could get the Trump book out. I know it. And then the Trump book will go as part of Audacity because a couple bigger book launches leads into the leads into the other bigger book launch. Anyway, that's that question on books. Now, a lot of people have a question about how to write their own book and how to publish their own book, and we're going to do a whole podcast on that. Next question is one I get a lot, and I don't like it. I'll tell you what the question is, and I'll tell you why I don't like it. The question is, dear Mike, how can I do what you do? And I'm always like, what do you mean? Well, you know, you do the, you know what you do for a living. I, I want to do that for a living. That's what people tell me. And here's what I always say. Okay, well, how many YouTube videos did you do? Oh, well, none. How many blog posts did you write? None. How many podcasts did you do? None. Okay, so the question isn't, Mike, how can I do what you do? The question is, Mike, how can I you know, go to any big city in the world and have a seminar and have a packed room, right? Or how can I become you know, famous, which is, by the way, really stupid. They're, um, yes, I'm internet famous. Yes, I'm recognized in public. Unless you have a mental disorder like narcissism or some kind of psychopathology, I'm glad that I'm making an impact. That's how I measure it. But if you get off on having people recognize you, that would be a um, a mental disorder, and I would definitely try to get um, treatment for that. So a lot, you know, and, and you know, I make a nice living doing this too. So a lot of you know, so essentially, you want to have what I have without paying your dues. <laughs> you know, welcome to humanity, right? It'd be like me going up to. 
And this used to happen to me actually when I was in college. I would be, you know, I went from skinny and then I got really pretty big and I didn't didn't use steroids. Now I wasn't bodybuilding big, but you know, I looked good, had big arms. Mike, man, how do I look like you? And then I'd, I'd sit down and I'd write people a program. Can you give me a program? People always like, we write me a program, bro. That's why I, I don't write programs to people now. I don't answer emails for the most part other than to say thank you for getting them. And I don't even have a contact form on my email because people aren't going to do what you tell them to do. So I would write programs to these people like, oh, yeah, here's how you balance, you know, uh, stability, shoulder stability, shoulder girdles. And I would go into all this stuff. And then they're not even going to the gym, guys. How are you going to look good if you're not even going to the gym? So the reason I have what I have now is because for years I just – did the same things I do today. That's the thing. What did I, today's Monday. What did I do on Saturday? Okay. Here's what I did on Saturday. Two blog posts, at least a podcast, or I edited a podcast that I did with James Altucher, released that, sent out an email, did a bunch of stuff on Twitter. You know, that was my day. All right. I didn't go out Friday night, get wasted, wake up hungover on Saturday, lay around, watch TV. Okay. What did I do? I did podcasts, I did blog posts, uh, YouTube videos. I went out, interviewed people, made made action, made things happen. That's all I've done for years, for years. And there's nothing. So if you're like, well, how do I do what you do, Mike? I don't know. Uh, I have a whole blog post, how to do a podcast. I tell you how to do it. Um, you don't need much equipment. Uh, I tell you how to write a blog post. I tell you the kind of articles that people want to read. You just, well, oh, but nobody reads you. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody read me 10 years ago either. You know, I when I um, you know, had a law blog, a lot of prestigious people read it. But you'll learn you know, a lot of things about life, which is that prestige doesn't mean anything. Oh, a prestigious person. You know, federal judges would read my blog and my legal website was cited in federal court opinions. And I would get, you know, the Supreme Court would read it. That doesn't mean anything. Didn't put money in my pocket, you know. Maybe, ooh prestigious people like me, but that's kind of why that influences like a lot of my thinking and my mindset that a lot of you don't have yet is like, I've been there, you know, I've done the whole, like I'm a prestigious guy and prestigious people like me. It doesn't do anything for your life other than if you have a big ego, milks your ego, but you get over that. Um, internet fame. Yeah, I have it. You know, I've been recognized in every city that I've been to, including like Budapest, Hungary, just randomly at the gym. Mike, Danger play? Yeah, that's me. Hey, by the way, I'm always happy to meet with people. Just say hi. This isn't saying don't say hi to me. I'm glad to know that I'm making an impact and I like to hear from you. But the point is I'm not like, yeah, man, I'm famous. People people know me. People recognize me because ultimately that doesn't mean anything. If you're not – fame doesn't feed your soul because fame can be taken away. Fame isn't timeless. Ultimately, if you're going to run an internet business – you need people buying your books or buying whatever service you're selling or buying your product or you know, clicking on your affiliate links and buying products through your links or otherwise you're not going to have any money because that's a business. I run a business, okay? Now, before it was a hobby, but the same principles applied. You want people reading it. So Danger and Play four years ago, I remember when I would do 1,000 page views. That was like a good day. In 2,000 page views, I was like, yeah, you know, I was rocking. When I first did this podcast, I would do – you know, 100 listens in a couple hours, 500 listens in a day became like a good thing. Like in 24 hours, I got 500 podcast listens. Yeah, super excited, okay? But I still did it. So this whole idea that, oh, I, you know, nobody reads me and listens to my podcast, so I'm not going to do it. 
yeah, I, I can create the whole positive thing, which is, yeah, I mean, but you have to think about it. You should do it now because then when people find you in the future, you're going to grow your audience one by one. But I'm just sort of over that, you know, like if you're not going to do it because you don't get immediate instant gratification, then screw you. You know, that's a loser mindset. That is no vision. That's just a lo- that's just a loser. That's what a loser tells me. Well, I, I can't do a podcast or write a blog because you know, millions of people aren't going to find it today. Oh, okay. That's like me saying I'm not going to go to the gym today because I'm not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just you know, why even go to the gym? That's just instant gratification. It is a loser mindset. It's a complete lack of life vision, and I just I just don't really have the sympathy for that. I, I that again. That's why I had to take down my um, email address. I get tired of reading those kinds of questions. How do I do what you do? How do I do? It? Yeah, you just show up. Just like how do you lose forty pounds? You go to the gym. Guess what? You're still gonna look like shit the first week you're in the gym. Great. You probably look bad the first four weeks. You look softer. Guess what? It's gonna take you a year to lose forty pounds. Well, it won't take me a year to lose forty pounds. I'll lose a pound a week. That doesn't work that way. The math never works that way. If you want to lose 40 pounds, it's going to take you a year. Now, sure, you'll look better after losing 10 and after losing 20 and after losing 30. You have to d- divide things you know, incrementally. But if you say, how do I lose 40 pounds of fat? I'm going to say, okay, you're going to take a year to lose it. Well, people don't want to hear it. They want to learn you know, 12 weeks. I'm going to lose 20 pounds in 12 weeks of fat. Well, great. You're going to ruin your thyroid. You're going to ruin your hormones. You're going to binge eat afterwards. You're going to gain it all back. So yeah, I just don't have any um, compassion for those questions. I don't have any sympathy for those questions. I don't have any patience for them. The answer to how to do anything in life is you just start doing it. And yeah, you're going to suck at it. Yeah, you're going to be irrelevant. No, you're not going to make any money. No, you're not going to have any internet fame. Great. But that's where I started. And now here I am. You know, life is perfect now. <laughs> life is great. I didn't think life could be this good. But if I'd had that mindset, people who ask me those questions have, and that's why I, f- I emphasize mindset. I wasn't thinking 10 years ago. I didn't look at, I don't know, who was big 10 years ago? How long has Tim Ferriss been big for? Or Tony Robbins? The, the, you know, the, those guys have been big for a while. I didn't look and say, well, how can I have what they have today? I didn't even think about what they were doing. All I focused on was my mission every day, sharing what I had to share, and I eventually knew that I would build an audience doing that. Sure enough, I have. That is the secret to everything in life is that you have to have a longer-term vision. You have to think about the future, the future. And that kind of leads to my next point, which is kind of like Bush League thinking. I call this the Bush League mindset. And I was going to do an entire podcast on it, but I always, you know, I always, you guys, guess what you guys got to tell me in your comments at dangerplay.com. You know, I... I believe in tough love, but I don't want to be negative. And sometimes when I focus on the negative aspects of people, it can become negative mindset. But on the other hand, I just not Mr. Oh, yeah, life is good. Just believe in what you want to believe. People who have legitimate problems. One problem people have is the Bush League mindset. That Bush League mindset is that small, tight, petty thinking. And there are countless examples I had, again, just from earlier when I talked about why you don't want to do anything with men and partner with them on books and stuff is Bush League thinking. I've had people, Mike, your cover for Gorilla Mindset looks good. I'm doing a book. Okay, here's my cover designer. Send them. Well, I quit answering those emails because nobody actually followed up because what they found out is I paid $800 for a book cover and apparently $800 is too much money 
pay for a cover of a book. People want to pay 100 bucks or 200 bucks. Well, guess what? You're not going to have a professional cover like I have for 300 bucks, right? But you're but people are worried about the 800. What's Bush League thinking? Bush League thinking is you're focused on some tiny trivial cost and instead of looking at, well, what would this $800 get me? Big picture stuff, right? And people will be like, oh, well, you know, that's expensive. Okay, then just don't, don't talk to me. Everything that I do isn't expensive by my standards. But a lot of people say, you know, hey, Mike, could you use for a, um, your hoster, right? Or, or server, I always get it confused. And I go, well, there's two, two, um, two companies, WP Engine and Pagely. Use them. Okay. Some people say, oh, Mike, you know, my, my site's crashing because I'm on a $10 HostGator plan. And you told me to use Pagely, but Pagely's like 100 bucks. Is it worth it? I'm sorry, but I'm not you know, I'm not sorry. 100% not sorry. I delete those people from Facebook and I never talk to them again. I'm not going to talk to you about how you can save $90 on a web plan. You know, One is I'm not a, a salesperson for them. Two is in what world you know, you're focused on 90. Your, your website is crashing because you have so much traffic. That is like an amazing opportunity. Wow, I have so much traffic. That, my, that I can't keep up, I'm going to have to upgrade. You know, what a great problem to have. And it isn't like the people talking to me are destitute. You know, if you're in like Cambodia or something, then then yeah, I would I, I care. But these are American people, you know, posting, you know, dinner pictures. So I, I know I know how people are living and where they're spending their money. You just, 90 bucks, you know, what what is wrong with people, right? What What is what is wrong with people? I, I don't really understand it. But they're always trying to just be chiselers and, and cheap asses in this Bush League mindset from not having, you know, good focus. So, but then you think of it like multiple levels. You want me to talk to you about whether you can save some paltry amount of money. That's very disrespectful to me and my time. You know, how much is my time worth? It's a worth... You know, it's worth a lot, actually. My consulting rate is $1,250 an hour. That's $1,250 an hour. That's how much it costs to ask me about business stuff. Why is it $1,250 an hour? Because people don't want to pay it. And it actually, I don't I don't prefer doing consulting. I, I like to do it with the right people. But when you tell people well, that's my hourly rate, they actually get offended. And good. If that offends you, good. Because I'm not going to talk to you about how you can save you know, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a month on on your web your web thing. You know, not the guy to go for that. I got other things going on. I can make a lot of money doing things that I don't want to do. Uh, another example is so Tony Robbins did this phenomenal sales funnel for his book, and I I sent this out to so many people, and I go, guys, this is beautiful. Now here's what I mean by sales funnel. By sales funnel, sales funnel means you capture people. You know, in a funnel, and then as the funnel's big and it gets narrow at the end, you get attention from people, and then at the very end, they buy a book from you or they buy some kind of product. Okay. So what Tony Robbins and other people do is they'll give away their paperback of your book. They'll give you a free book for the cost of shipping and handling, and in exchange for that, you pay for shipping. But what they do, which you you know, marketing. Here's marketing back end stuff for you. What they do is now they have your name and address and your zip code. And they know you bought a book. So they charge you the shipping, $5.99, $7.99, something like that. And that's how I ended up getting um, a lot of free books. That's how I got Jeff Walker's book, Frank Kern's book. And that is so valuable. If I could have Gorilla Mindset 28,000 copies, let's say some people bought audio and paperback and the Kindle. 
I don't know, we'll say 1.5. Each person will say has 1.5 copies of Gorilla Mindset. So what does that mean if I hit Gorilla Mindset is going to hit 100,000 copies within three years, maybe four, okay? But we'll do 100,000 copies at least. If I could have an email list of people who bought Gorilla Mindset, and, and that the, again, the name, address, everything, of only 25,000 people, that would be, wow. Like, do you know what you could do with that? You, you can do a zip code. You can find out the net worth of people who are reading, and that can tell you how to market to the right people. So if you find out, okay, a guy lives in an expensive zip code, you would market to that person differently than you would market to a college kid, right? The college kid, you're going to market differently. The experience that rich people have is different. Rich people are very impatient with time. So if I were going to have a seminar and I, you know, I knew that I was going to have a lot of millionaires there, I'm going to run it differently than if it's college because if it's millionaires, you make sure that they have a car service there waiting for them. You make sure that they have sort of a concierge number, a number if something goes wrong that they can call because people are busy. They don't like to have their times wasted. They don't like to wait around. And if something goes wrong, they want it addressed. Okay. So that's all valuable information. You can get that information from um, those sales funnels. So if you go to get Tony Robbins's book for free and you pay $7.99 for shipping, they now have your name, address, and that's that's your demographic. We all like to think we're unique, but if you have bought a book on if you have bought a book on mindset called Gorilla Mindset, and you live in a New York zip code one zero zero one zero, then I know a lot about you. I know that you are a, a professional. I don't again. This is not always true, but if you're living in that zip code and you're buying these books, then I know that you're professional. I know what your income is. You know, you're making two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand dollars a year, at least. Um, and I could even go on Zillow and find out how much you paid, you know, for the property or how much that last the property last sold for, and that would tell me a mortgage payment. And then I would say, okay, if the mortgage is X, then multiply that by three, and that gives you a rough, you know, calculation of monthly income. Now, some of you might find this like, whoa, you know, I'm, you know, to me, privacy, the genie is out of the bottle. I don't have any problem with people marketing to me, but that's the reality that, so that's what you're giving up when you buy the free book. Now, why am I talking about the Bush League mindset? Because I told a bunch of people and, you know, Tony Robbins was charged in $7.95 and, you know, so I get, get, a, get a message from a guy like, hey, check it out on my site. I looked and they want to charge, you know, nine ninety five. It's like, look, the whole point of the pitch to people is that they're not paying for the book; they're paying for shipping. Well, everybody knows nine ninety five is not shipping, every right? So immediately, that's going to turn people off. Now, smart internet marketers like Tony Robbins have A B tested. By A B tested, I mean they've data tested the, the optimal price. And the optimal price is it has to look like people are paying for shipping. Shipping is going to be around. Six ninety five to seven ninety five. That's why they charge it. But this person is just so worried about two dollars, right? You're not you're not trying to make two dollars from the thing, right? If I gave away paperback copies of Gorilla Mindset using that Tony Robbins type sales funnel, I don't care. I don't care how much it costs. I would pay fifty bucks. I would pay you fifty dollars just for the info, because then I have all this data, and then I can do stuff with this data. But the Bush League thinker is like, oh well, I mean. You know, if I'm giving away a book and then I'm, you know, I better get this extra two bucks. That's the Bush League thinker focuses on that immediate little trivial cost where the big picture is, no, now you know who your 
you know who the people are reading you. You know what they're what they're worth. You know what they want to how they want to be marketed to. Because the way you're going to market to me, me being me personally, not the the royal. We like the way to market to me, Mike Cernovich, is going to be different than the way you're going to market to 19, 20 year old. It's going to be different than the way you would market to a recent divorcee. You, your marketing to me has to be very sophisticated. It has to deliver a lot of value up front. I'm very suspicious of scams. So if you promise me instant results, that is bad marketing for me. But that kind of marketing, the the real sleazy stuff does work on people. And it usually works on lower income people. Higher income people like me, we've seen it all. You know, like, you're oh, you're promising instant results? Well, I know that you're a fraud. Click delete. So, and again, I don't encourage sleazy marketing and I don't use it. But if, yeah, if you're getting that kind of info and you're finding out, okay, I'm getting a lot of people in whatever income uh, brackets are, then you know right away the kind of pitch you got to make. You need to make a smarter pitch. It has to be a more sophisticated pitch. You have, but, but again, the Bush League thinkers aren't even thinking that, right? I'm, I'm talking marketing campaigns based on the book, you know, giving away a book. And Bush League thinkers are worried about well, how much is postage going to cost me? Am I going to lose five or ten bucks a, a copy of this, right? So I've encountered that so much um, on the internet, again, among men. And it's even among men who have money too. I, I understand if you know you don't have money, but these are people who have money, but they don't have vision. They don't think big. They don't have any kind of ability to look beyond whatever the, the nickels and dimes are in front of them instead of the big, big, bold, grand vision. And it harms them. I mean, one more thing was I was a kid, not a kid. I mean, he was a grown man. I shouldn't call these people a kid. And he had a lot of talent. And I thought, hey, you know, he had a podcast. It was a good podcast. And I thought, you know, this guy could be big. So I would talk to him. I was like, you know what I think? I'm, I think I'm just going to um, create an LLC with you, throw in like 50 grand, and we'll just do things together. Essentially, I would have him create products, use his image and likeness, and, you know, split the profits 50-50. Now, I would have made at least, uh, with him, I'd at le- we'd have made at least a million together in a couple of years. And so that'd be like 500 grand for me with 50,000 up front. <laughs> great but he what happened was he had a podcast and he didn't pay his um bill to Libsyn or whatever the podcasting service was why because he's just an idiot bush league thinker you know his podcast wasn't getting a lot of listens at the time so he didn't want to spend 20 bucks a month or whatever and that was it that was in a conversation for me because that tells me all you're worried about meanwhile these people aren't starving to death right Again, they're not in Cambodia. They have the money, but they're fretting over 10 or $20. Well, I'm sorry. We can't work together because that's a Bush League thinker. Big thinkers are thinking long-term vision, long-term vision. That's how I think. I don't think Bush League. You know, I've been throwing in a bunch of time into this free speech documentary, Silenced, a ton of time. So Kickstarter, you guys funded it, um, the hard costs, and I appreciate that. It's great. And you guys, because you thought bigger, you knew a big project on free speech could have ripples in the culture in ways that improve everyone's life, including yours. But I've sunk in hundreds of hours of that, and that's hundreds of hours I could have been doing other things. So it's cost me at least six figures in um, lost income because I could have done a, a book and a half between all the time I'm working on Silenced. But I don't think I don't think, oh, how much have I lost working on it? I'm focused on like big vision. We do a big killer documentary on free speech. That's going to rip on the culture. It's going to make free speech cool again. It's going to improve the world, which is impact and passion, is which is what I care about. But also it's going to raise my profile too, right? 
So the, the, the time that I'm giving up and the money I'm giving up now, I'm not counting those nickels and dimes and even, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. I'm focused on the big vision three, five years from now, you know, what if we do a killer documentary? Okay, then I could do another killer documentary. Well, if I do five killer documentaries, one of them will hit big, right? That's just the, the law of life is you know, how to get lucky in life. We've talked about before. You need big projects that have a high degree of payoff. Well, if I do this documentary as killer, well, great. That'll give me a reputation to do a second documentary. Well, one of those, if I do five, one will hit big, will hit in a massive way. And I'm already, I already have three documentaries that I want to do in my head, right? Because I'm thinking of vision. So that Bush League mindset stuff has to go. Now, the flip side to that is, you know, here's how, here's how you sell people on platinum mastermind groups. Do you believe in yourself? Well, if you truly believed in yourself, you would give me your credit card information and you would join the Mike Cernovich Platinum Mastermind Group, where for $10,000 a month, you would have unlimited access, right? All right. You can go too far and a lot of people do use that sort of think big. And by that, I mean, give me your credit card. Because if you don't give me your credit card, you're obviously not thinking big. But I'm not telling you to give me your credit card. I don't want your credit card, okay? But you got to look in your life. Are you thinking like a Bush League player? Are you quibbling over small amounts of money? Are you looking at short-term costs, nickels and dimes? Or are you thinking long-term, big, big, bigger, biggest? 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. That's how you can look at everything. And when you do that then, if you're fat and you go to the gym... You're not thinking, oh, I'm not going to look that good today. If you're skinny and you go to the gym, you're not thinking, oh, I'm not going to look that good today. You're thinking, well, if I go to the gym every day and I quit crying about what I'm going through today, then I'm going to have something special 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Same is true of your business. That's always been my online business. The, the, the way I think is even bigger than I share with you guys. I have massive visions in my life. And you know what? It's coming true because I'm not a Bush League thinker. They don't have the Bush League mindset. If you have it, if you've identified the problems, then fix it. Handle it. Thanks for listening in. Leave me a rating or review on iTunes, please. We're at 400 and some. I want to be at 500 ratings and reviews because that looks good. It looks like a real big podcast, which this is. So leave a rating review. If you don't know how to, go to dangerplay.com and click the links. Until next time, this is Mike Sternovich from Danger and Play and Gorilla Mindset.